Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here, to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Now, before I get stuck into today's show, I just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who has been supporting the show and been giving me feedback on the episodes. Uh, it's amazing to hear that so many people are getting value from the interviews that I've been doing or the solo, solo rounds like I'm doing today where I'm just sharing my ideas and my thoughts and it's really cool to see uh, a bit of momentum growing with the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast. So a big thank you to everyone who has been tuning in and if you haven't subscribed already, please do hit that subscribe button, uh, leave a review and rate the podcast if you find the content valuable. But for now, it's time to get stuck into today's show and it is going to be a big one. You're not going to want to miss this. So I'm going to share my view today on why I think four-week programs or shortcut uh, quick fix programs do not work. And I'm going to go into a little bit of detail about why I think they don't work and how it's not the best option in the long run and even short term, how it can be very non-beneficial and can actually have a very negative effect on not only your body, so physically, but also your mindset, your lifestyle and your habits moving forward. So make sure you stick around for this one, guys. It's a little bit shorter than usual, but you'll get a lot out of today's episode. And as always, hang around for this week's social media questions of the week which you do not want to miss but for now let's get stuck into the show when it comes to seeing results we all want to see them as fast as possible we're all willing to do you know extreme things to make sure that we see results as quickly as possible when deep down we know that it's not the most optimal approach we know that what we're doing to get these results is not something that we can do for a very long period of time. Now, I'm sure everyone that's listening to today's episode at some point or another has seen the marketing for a shortcut program or a short program that that guarantees maximum results. Now, I'm talking about things like four-week shreds, um, you know, the ultimate cut or lose lose 10 kilos in five weeks or whatever it may be. It's, it's always some form of marketing that gives you a massive promise for very very small amount of effort and it's appealing that's it's 100 percent that's appealing to someone who comes across that and i don't know many people that would look at something like that and not be at least intrigued or drawn into how they can see those results by putting in such little effort and when you think of it in the big picture it it doesn't make much sense does it? it for us we know most people know how to lose weight most people know how to gain muscle it's just that we're not willing to put in the work and we want to see results as fast as possible which usually leads us down the road of taking shortcuts or quick fixes um, you know there'll be a new supplement that comes out in the fitness industry that promises certain things you know lose body fat gain muscle um, without having to train or something ridiculous like that there's always some form of ridiculous promise in there that that draws people in but although they may draw people in and they may work in the short term in the long run they're really not very beneficial at all and in fact there's a lot of negative effects that it can have on you as a person individually um, whether it be physically mentally to your social life um, and in particular the habits that you create or the habits that you may not create in this case. So what I wanted to do today is kind of just go through some of the things that may not be positive about these short-term programs or these quick fix programs that are going to guarantee you massive results in a short period of time. So today I've labeled this podcast why four-week 
shreds do not work or four-week shortcut programs do not work. So I'm going to go over something in regards to four weeks. But this could be you know, six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is. Um, but I want to tell you why it may not be the best option for you because I want to make sure that anyone that's listening to this podcast sees the best results possible but in the process learns. So you're learning why you're doing what you're doing. You're not just following a program that everyone else is following and not creating good habits in the long run. So first thing is first, let's go over the nutrition. So in these shortcut programs, more often than not, the nutrition is some form of drastic measure. You're either cutting out food groups, you're cutting out macronutrient groups, or you're drastically dropping your calorie intake. Now, firstly, of course, this is going to work because we know that to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. So if you're taking out um, certain foods, if you're cutting out a macronutrient group, so let's say, for example, we're cutting out carbohydrates completely. It, it makes sense that it's going to work because you've just drastically dropped your energy intake and more than likely your energy expenditure. So what you're doing for training is going to go up. So if we do both of those, we will see results. And that's what draws people in because they see that someone else that's done the program has lost all this weight or they've looked this way and then six weeks later, they've looked this way, which is completely different. And you know that it does make sense why that draws people in. But what I often ask someone who comes to me for advice asking whether they should follow a program like that or, you know, I've had a number of clients that have come to me and asked for me to get them those results and I always say no. Now, it may be easy for me to take someone's money and give them those results in a short period of time and I know I can do that. But I don't, I never say yes. I always explain why I'm not going to do that for them. And one of those reasons is more often than not, you'll look at someone at the end of one of these challenges or the end of one of these shortcut programs. And yes, they may have lost some weight. Um, they may be really happy with how they look, but you ask them how they feel or how hard that period was and whether they plan to stick to that ongoing. And the answer is always no. And, you know, the result of that is in you know, maybe the same amount of time, if not less, they're going to put that weight back on, if not more. Because in the process of drastically changing your nutrition, you're doing a number of things. One, in your mind, there's a start and end date. So you know you're starting the, let's say, a four-week challenge on this date, and then four weeks later, you don't have to do it anymore as a start and finish. And we don't want that we don't want that mentality. We want the mentality of changing the way we eat or changing the way we train and knowing why we're doing it so that we can do that for the rest of our lives and see the results we want to see in a way that's going to be enjoyable, in a way that's not going to be too drastic of a change where we need to fit our whole lifestyle around our training and our food. Because unless you're a professional athlete and an elite athlete that's trying to uh, achieve a very, very, very specific goal where you do need to change your life to suit your training and nutrition, if you're just someone who wants to look good, feel good, achieve a bit of weight loss, you shouldn't be changing your whole life for that purpose. Um, so when it when it comes to the nutrition side of things, that's what you're typically going to see with these shortcut programs. It's not sustainable and the result of dropping your calories so quickly and, and having them so low and pretty much starving yourself to see results is that you suffer a drop in your metabolism. So you su your metabolism suffers and once your metabolism has dropped, once it's been damaged, it's extremely hard to get back to normal. So although you may have lost all this weight, your metabolism is nowhere near as healthy as what it was before you lost all that weight, which means to continue losing weight or to maintain that weight loss, it's going to be very hard and if anything, 
you're going to have to eat less or train more to continue seeing those results. Whereas with a slower approach where we gradually reduce calories over time, just eating in a slight calorie deficit, and we only increase energy expenditure when we need to. So energy expenditure uh, for someone that's working with me may start off with three to four strength training sessions a week and one cardio session. Their nutrition, they may be slightly below maintenance, still eating a good amount of food, so their weight loss won't be as fast, but it'll still go at a good rate, and when we plateau, we have a lot of room to move. But with any drastic change, with any uh, quick fix program, you're doing the complete opposite. You're going from not training much at all and eating a lot to eating next to nothing and training an absolute shitload, which as I mentioned is why we're going to see those results. So for me, when I work with a client, one of the main things that I like to to work on and to push throughout the time they spend with me is teaching them why they're doing what they're doing. I'm explaining to them, I'm getting them to learn why they're eating the way they're eating and how they can control that themselves to get the results that I'm giving them without the help of me. Now, although that may not be the best business model, it works and it's what I think separates me from other nutrition coaches is that I'm not just giving you a plan to follow and then once that plans up, you then have to pay me or ask me why or ask me what to do next. Instead, I'm teaching you what we're doing, why we're doing what we're doing, why we're training the way we are, how we actually lose weight, how we build muscle. So in the process, you're creating good habits. Now, when someone wants to make a change in their lifestyle, it's usually because they have some bad habits. Um, those bad habits may be eating too much. It may be not training enough. It may be always hitting the snooze button on the alarm. It may be drinking too much on the weekend, doing, you know, doing drugs, uh, smoking too often, whatever it may be. The reason people want change is because their current habits are not working for them. It's not giving them the results that they are after, the results that they want to see. So they need to create good habits, better habits. And to do that, we need to understand why we're going through the process we currently are. So let's let's say, for example, you, the listener at the moment, you've signed up for a shortcut program. More often than not, you'll get given the guidelines, the rules that you need to follow throughout this period of time. So over four weeks, you need to eat this way. You're not allowed to eat this. You have to eat this. You can only eat this amount of meals. Training-wise, you need to do a minimum of this for your training. You need to be training here. You need to be training here. Uh, these are the exercises you need to be doing, and you're following a plan. You're looking at a document on your computer. You're looking at a, 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 a post in a group on your phone, your, whatever it may be, you're looking at some form of instructions and you're following those instructions. And so is everyone else, mind you. Everyone else in the program that you're doing is doing exactly the same thing. So, you know, you may have a 90 kilo male who loves lifting weights and has a heap of muscle mass. Uh, and then you, on the other hand, you may have a 65 kilo male who does a lot of cardio, um, doesn't eat anywhere near enough. And they're in the same program. They're in the same challenge. They're following the same nutritional approach. So we have someone who is significantly heavier, significantly more muscle mass and their metabolism is completely different. Their lifestyle is different. The way they like to train is different, but they're following the same approach. And that, that doesn't work. There's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all when it comes to nutrition. There's there's really, Even with training, like I tend to work with a client who wants to build muscle and, uh, and someone else, on the other hand, may be the same height, weight, the same age, the same gender, 
but their program is going to be completely different because everybody needs different things depending on their wants, their needs, their lifestyle, and their own individual habits. Um, you know, it, it, it needs to be custom. You can't. There's no such thing as a one size fits all. Is what I'm getting at. And so for me, in the long run, this just doesn't work. So if you're not creating good habits, once that program's done, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back and follow that plan? Are you going to ask for another plan? Or are you just going to go back to your old habits and end up in the same position we're in before you even started the challenge or that program? Which someone's mentality when they start one of these programs is I'm not currently where I want to be. This program's making me a promise to help me get where I would like to be. And that's why people do it. But in the end of the day, it's not going to create good habits. And if anything, it's going to have negative effects on your life, uh, on your social life if you can't even go out and have a certain meal without feeling bad about it or it's not on your plan so you can't do it. And mentally creating such a bad relationship with food, um, looking at foods as good and bad instead of looking at them for their calorie value and how your body is going to handle that food and in the end of the day, if you're working within your calorie ranges and hitting your macros, regardless of what it is, you're going to see results. And mentally, that's a lot easier as well if you're not constantly stressed about what you're eating and the fact that you missed a training session because fitness is meant to be fun. Fitness is meant to be enjoyable. And if it's not, then you're not following the right approach. You're not following the right program. And that's just my opinion. But as my from my experience in the health and fitness industry, I see the same thing over and over again. I'll have a lot of people come to me who have done these programs before, shortcuts and quick fixes that do not work. And they're sick of doing that. They don't want to keep doing these challenges anymore. They want to be able to follow something that they can follow for the rest of their life. And so you're probably thinking now, well, what is the answer? What is the approach that people should follow? And in all honesty, I think it's all about learning what works for you and your body and giving yourself time to do it, uh, not giving yourself a start and finish date. Start educating yourself on how nutrition works, calories in versus calories out, educating yourself on macronutrients, proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to my ultimate guide to flexible dieting for you to check that out. But also with training, knowing that energy expenditure is energy expenditure. Um, the, the energy that you burn from strength training is exactly the same as the energy that you burn from cardio when it comes to weight loss and fat loss. Cardio does not equal fat loss, okay? And there's no need to be doing an absurd amount of exercise just to lose weight. Um, no one should be doing that. No one should have to do that. As long as you are in some form of energy deficit, a negative energy balance, and that can be created from eating in a slight calorie deficit just below your maintenance level, uh, energy expenditure from strength training and cardio if you would like to. If you enjoy cardio, then that's fine. Keep it in there. But just know that it doesn't have to be excessive amounts. And it's not about who can lose the weight the quickest or who can gain the muscle the quickest. There's actually a saying that I like to use that when you're trying to lose weight, you want to do it as slow as possible, eating as much food as possible. When you want to gain weight, when you want to gain muscle mass, you want to do it as slow as possible, eating as little as possible. And and what that means is when you're trying to lose weight, you want to be eating as much food as you can and still losing weight, so as close to your maintenance as possible. When you're trying to gain muscle mass and not put on body fat, you want to be eating as little as possible. What that means is eating, again, as close to your maintenance as possible. So you're slightly above, slightly in a calorie surplus, but you're not gaining a ton of fat because the quicker your results are, the more likely that they're not going to last. So the quicker you lose weight, the more likely you're going to put that weight back on. 
the quicker you gain weight, the less likely that it's going to be muscle and the more likely it's going to be fat. So this is just my opinion on these shortcut programs. You can probably tell from how I've just rambled on that it kind of, it really revs me up a little bit. And it's because I hate to see that. I I hate to see people um, really struggle and create that bad relationship with exercise and food because they've gone through these programs um, and seen results in a short period of time but are unable to sustain them. I would much rather be able to teach people how to get these results themselves without the help or without the the amount of money they're spending on these programs to see results that don't last. So this is just my opinion, guys. Um, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. As I said, it's a little bit different. Uh, I do want you to hang around for this week's social media question of the week, and I also want you to do one more favor for me. If you feel like you've enjoyed this episode or if you feel like someone else that you know could benefit from today's episode, please do take a screenshot of the show. Take a screenshot on your phone, post it to social media, whether it be Instagram stories, Snapchat, uh, share the link on your Facebook, or just tell someone at work about it. Tell someone at work about the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast and that you've gotten value from this episode or any of the previous ones. And I really do look forward to continuing to bring you this content. Um, But for now, let's move on to this week's social media question of the week. All right, guys, this week's social media question of the week, and it relates to nutrition and in particular carbohydrates. Now, I get this I get this question all of the time, and I used to wonder the same thing myself. I'm just glad now that I've been able to learn the real, the real science behind nutrition and how it all works. And that question is, is it okay to eat carbohydrates at night before bed? And the answer is yes, 100% fine to eat carbohydrates before bed. Now, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll probably know that it does come down to your calorie intake throughout the day. And if you're following set macros, it comes down to hitting your macronutrient targets by the end of the day. It doesn't have to be before a certain time. If you're eating a big chunk of carbohydrates after 6 o'clock or just before you go to bed, that's fine as long as you hit your carb target for the day, as long as you stick to your calorie targets for the day and you're still in a calorie deficit or a calorie surplus if you're trying to gain muscle, you're going to see results. It doesn't matter when you have those macronutrients. I think we need to think of things on the bigger picture instead of thinking I need to eat this meal here, I need to eat carbohydrates here and not here, I need to restrict myself on this type of fruit here. Think of it in the big picture, guys. I don't even look at my macronutrient breakdown uh, on a day-to-day basis. So I look at it over the span of a week, a few weeks, a month, um, because ultimately it's the long game that's going to get your results. If you're consistent in the long run, you'll see far greater results than than really restricted and, and strict nutrition in the short period of time. If you're hitting your macros five days of the week, but on two days of the week, you're you're just blowing out or you're not tracking your calories at all, you're not going to see as good a results as if you were close to your macros every day of the week for a few months, if that makes sense. So when it comes to eating carbohydrates, you can eat them whenever you like, guys. It is good news. So if you like having a big carb meal before bed, then go ahead. Just make sure you're sticking to your macro targets for that day. Now, with that question, that is the end of this week's show. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast and that you're having a fantastic day. Go out there, train hard, stick to your macros, uh, and I look forward to chatting to you in next week's episode.